0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is LGBTQ Friendships Podcast. Being sponsored proudly by Iri Coaching and in partnership. Um, today unfortunately we have no wife so it's just Nairi by herself. So uh hi. Hopefully um I'll keep it alive and going. Um, Wife is a bit sick at the moment, got no voice. So it feels a bit weird not doing this podcast without her because obviously we've always done things together. Um, She'll be better soon. I went to the um, supermarket last night and brought a nasal spray, throat lozenge, capsules, you name it. I brought it just to help her through this trying time because she doesn't get sick that often but you know when the body does say you know it's time to rest it's telling you you gotta rest up so so today we're gonna be discussing limitations Um, I questioned what limitations actually are and you know they're quite um, it's it's, it's quite a, a lot when you break it down I mean, look at limitations, say for instance in beliefs, you can go on the religious side of things because obviously you've got different people that want to believe different things and you know, whether you're Christian and Protestant or Catholic or whether you're... I mean, my mum is Pentecostal, so it's in Jesus' name only. You know, and those and when you've got religion, whether you're a Hindu or a Sikh or a Rastafarian or Judaism or you know, the whole long charade of lists of um, of beliefs through religious practice. And that word practice is, is a is a big one simply because you do teach and you learn like the Muslims and you know, the Bible sayings and so forth as to how life is supposed to be lived. And um, you know, these are these are ingrown and engraved upon our minds as to how we're supposed to live. And I mean when you look at LGBTQ plus we know that we don't kind of fit into the bibliography side of um of the Bible teachings. But luckily we all have grace and grace shows us that, you know, we're covered by love and we like to share that love as wifey would say <laughs> so, um, you know I didn't want to go too deep on the religious side of things but uh, you know, when we look back on our school life um, you know, the teachers always telling you to either, you're good at something or you're not so good Like I, I was in bottom set and bottom set meant you was like one of the dummies I don't care, at the end of the day I was in bottom set I, my teacher told me I'll never amount to nothing and I will always be late because I was late. It was that bad. 138 lates till the head teacher wrote on my report saying that this needs, to be, this needs to improve. It is what it is. At least I went to school. And then um, so uh, I realised that going through school um, there was something missing. And that was the fact that I was dyslexic, which I found out when I went to university and did applied sciences with molecular cell biology. Sounds a mouthful. Well, I enjoyed it. Then, um, you know, people always try and hold you back and give you limitations. And I've always tried to think, why Why am I going to allow people to tell me what I can and can't do? You know, it's hard enough being mixed dual heritage. And my dad's white and my mum's Jamaican, black, but she's um, fair-skinned. So when you look at my mum, you just think my dad's naturally black and I've just took after my mum in the first place because I have got a lot of uh, Jamaican trait being brought up by my mum. And then um, it was a case of uh, in a white area... ..being brought up in a white area and being pretty young at the time, feeling racism, Um, you know, you black nigger, you need to go back to your own country. Well, I was only born down the road in Birmingham, so where am I supposed to go? So I had the joys of uh, thinking to myself, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this life to the best of my ability you know when people want to throw racist comments they say okay so which one do you want to you know should I step in my dad's side being white or should I step in my mum's side being black which way do you want to play it because I'm, I'm best of both worlds as they say I'm a part of Hovey's creation <laughs> so uh, and that's how I, I deal with things I always kind of like joke around things and not to say that it doesn't hurt but why am I going to let these things play on my mind this is how we have to build that strength, we have to build our inner ability and you know stop the limitations ourselves, because if we allow people to constantly dictate and, and and dominate our thought patterns, our minds, which is why when I 'm in my sessions and I'm trying to listen to what people are saying and and understand and know where they're coming from because you have to understand where people are coming from to be able to remap. Rethink and reprogram ourselves to continue forward. Like, I'm a helper, I'm a person that likes to help. And I've done play schemes when I was 16. I, you know, i done the eldest group, you know, we were a few years younger than myself in play schemes for the six weeks holiday. And then I wanted to do youth work so I found my own youth work club to be able to go and do some volunteering in that. Then um, I stayed up at a youth group as well, a youth club. So I volunteered my time on the Friday evenings to be able to go and help young people. Alongside the police, which wasn't the best of things but you know it was good. Did that for two years and done some amazing events with these young people, did music sessions. I did, took them orienteering under the London tubes for the weekend, and they had to go from the 16th century Jacobine youth hostel, what we stopped in Western London, down to London Dungeons, and they had to go on the tube and find their own way to teach them independence, you know, and show them that you've already got a limitation because that was the time where post-cold r- rivalry was very rife. I mean, you see the knife crime at the moment, yeah, you know, it was in and amongst all that at the very beginning, dealing with them. And this was just in Sandwell, Smevic. And of course, Smedrock. Big up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've always tried to be there for people to show them that they can do better. That, you know, this postcode B60 or B68 or wherever you are doesn't have to dictate where you're. Going to be for the rest of your life, you know. And I showed these young people, and then I've got like um, we went to I went took them to the Lion King, and um I had like this big sixteen-year-old strapping young black guy, and he absolutely loved this show. he was like, no, this was so amazing. I know that um, I would never have had this opportunity with if I hadn't come to the youth club, and. You know, it was just an amazing show. And, I mean, it cost, a, it cost an arm and a leg and I got the funding for it and, you know, they had a really good weekend. But, again, it's just showing these young people that they don't have to have this limitation on themselves just because of where they've been brought up or what they've done in education. I ain't got much of an education. I didn't enjoy it, especially being dyslexic. And now I realise that being dyslexic, I, I switched off but I was very creative and that's the reason why I enjoy setting up projects and, and seeing my actual achievements and, and, and sharing that with others. And you know what? I ask people to just piggyback off of me, use me. I don't mind being used because I know I'm strong. like that to be used. And if I can help someone else succeed and break out of those thought patterns of, of you know, I had a client tell me cause she's from Merseyside and um, she's there telling me, oh, Noria, I I feel ugly. You know what? Why are you telling yourself that you feel ugly? Oh, because that's what I've grown up to hear. I said, okay, I hear that. But at the end of the day, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, as they say. So therefore, what we see as beautiful, others will frown upon. And what we see as not beautiful, others will be like, no way, that's absolutely amazing. But you know what? You have to find your inner selves. And I keep on using the hand analysis. Whereas you are the palm. Your fingers can't move without you. So when you've got your fingers, so someone saying negative things, just remember you. Remember you. Lift these limitations off. Simply because if we carry on, what are we going to amount to? Why should we have to think about other people's thoughts? Are they living your life? Are they paying your bills? You know, if they were paying your bills and doing what you, something for you, and and telling and and then they can dictate. But then they're, they're not doing nothing for you. They're not paying your bills. They're not feeling how you're feeling. And inside you could be feeling amazing, yet still they want to crush you down simply because they don't feel amazing. Yeah. So stop thinking of what other people are thinking, or feeling. Do you? Enjoy you, value you. And this is the thing with the limitations we lower our value. Think about when you're going for a job. And when you're going for this job, you look at how much you're gonna get paid. And the pay is probably sixteen thousand. When you break that sixteen thousand down, that's like a couple of hundred pounds a week, three three hundred by the time you take tax out and whatever. No, fair enough. People think to themselves, well, I haven't finished school and I haven't done this. Did Richard Branston? Okay. Virgin. Did uh, Sir Alan Sugar? Uh, no, but yet still. Sky, Amstrad, Sky and all the rest of the things that Alan Sugar does. And these are people that I've also looked upon and I'm thinking to myself, well, <laughs> you know what, if they can do it, I know I can do it. And I've done some amazing things, like set up youth projects. Youth Inclusion Team have got um, YIPS. Youth Offending Team have got YIPS, Youth Inclusion Projects. I trailblazed that back in 2002, 2003. And um, they're still going strong now with Youth Inclusion, Youth um, Offending Teams. So, you know, we can do, we can succeed, we can, you know, little by little, chippy-chip. We can do what we set out to do. But you know what? We can't set out to do something if we don't map it out. If we don't set that goal, set that target and strive towards it. Now, this show is sponsored by uh, Ivy Coaching. And these are the things that I do in my coaching. And what I've actually done is um, as for the LGBTQ Friendship Podcast, which I'm talking upon now, I reached out to one of the listeners, and she's in Ireland, and, um, and I said, look, I've read a few of your blogs, you know, you, you're trying to blossom and you, you, you're trying to set up, and you know, set up on myself, start blogging on the site, it's going to be for LGBTQ, so um, just know that it's got to have that in mind and, and be user-friendly towards our listeners and um, she's accepted so in a few weeks um, she'll be online and um, doing some blogging on behalf of LGBTQ friendships and I hope that we can prosper and if there's anybody else out there that would like to be a part of the LGBTQ friendship podcast or even need some assistance from Irie Coaching, you're more than welcome to just drop me a line and we'll sort something out. I do have a charge for iri coaching but you know let's talk first before we talk about money because money's not everything you know so as my friend in Merseyside has found out that you know I am there to help and support and you know hopefully I've helped her out of a a little situation which she wrote a review so you're more than welcome to read the review and if you want to put a review on for yourselves as well you're more than welcome to as well. So, uh, I think that's enough of me one-talking. It sounds weird, not having my wife beside of me talking at the same time. But um, I think I'm going to be doing this a bit more regularly because uh, it's important for me to get out the words that Ivory Coaching is uh, doing for others behind the scenes. And the more people that Ivory Coaching can help out and do, is the more blessed that um, we all can live. So, uh, Peace, love, in a bit, bye.